your life in the now support you to create an amazing and fulfilling life with practical spirituality so that you can overcome your resistive and often negative subconscious mind which blocks, distracts, and sabotages you from becoming your real, true, authentic self. Together we will discover practical, proven methods so that you experience your life and your relationships in a passionate, healthy, and joyous way. This is David Greenwood. Welcome. It's time to live your life in the now. Today we're going to discuss conscious manifestation, why it works and why it sometimes doesn't work. Hi, this is David Greenwood of Your Life in the Now and Greenwood Hypnotherapy, helping you to move forward to become the person you want to be by allowing yourself to healthily use the power of conscious manifestation to change your life for the better. So what is conscious manifestation and why doesn't it work all the time? As it sounds, conscious manifestation is consciously manifesting something. It's not difficult, but doing it sometimes is. Imagine that what you focus on, you become another way of saying conscious manifestation. It's the intent that you put forward to make something happen. It can be healthy relationships. It can be more money. It can be greater health. It can be happiness for the world. It can be anything you want. The idea is you take the time to focus your energies to make something happen. Now, there's been many books written on conscious manifestation, many YouTube videos, etc. I just watched a great one by Eckhart Tolle on conscious manifestation. If you get a chance, watch him. He truly is an amazing being with incredible insights. And one of the things he did mention was that Jesus had a saying that when you pray, believe you already have it or believe it's already there with you. And so a lot of people get tripped up on this on, and you're going to hear it in more than new thought as well. Well, believe you already have it. You have to have the energy that says, I already have it. You believe it and then you'll have it. Well, what does that mean? And that's really kind of a, a mind numbing statement to try to believe you already have something when you know you don't have it consciously. Your conscious mind, your analytical mind is looking around saying, I don't have that money. I don't have that relationship. I don't have that health. How am I going to believe I have it? Well, therein lies the issue. And the issue is that you're believing it from the wrong state of mind. You're believing it from a state of lack. You're believing it from the wounded conscious and subconscious part of you. That part of you doesn't have it. It never will have it. The unhealthy part of you will never be able to be the person that you want to be. It won't share in that joyous, wondrous connection with life, you at your best, because it's not how it was designed. It's not how it was programmed. The subconscious mind again was programmed mostly over the first 16 years of your life when you're developing brainwave patterns. You're in states of hypnosis, various states. That's why children learn so well, as all my other videos and podcasts have talked about. So when you're in that state of mind, when you are feeling the lack or feeling the hurts or the wounds and feeling like I need something more, that's not the state of mind that's going to manifest. That state of mind is inherently wounded, unsure, unhappy, and it doesn't believe. When you're in that state of mind, and this is the key, the state of mind is everything. That state of mind, that wounded, unhealthy, unhappy, resistive, conditioned state of mind 
is not going to be the one that feels oneness, that is able to consciously manifest joy, peace, health, fulfillment in your life. So that's the key people are talking about. You already feel like you believe it, whether it's Jesus or Eckhart Tolle or Christian Marie, anybody else talking about it, what they're talking about is a consciousness shift. When you're in that state of consciousness, it works. When you're in that healthy state of consciousness, you feel that oneness, you know in that state of consciousness that it's there for you right now. It's manifesting right now in your life because you are it. There's no separation. So the key is to be in the healthy state of consciousness in that state, you absolutely know. You don't have to believe. Those are just words, right? Taken from the Bible and trying to interpret and everything. But I think Jesus meant is that, yeah, you just know you are that. Be still and know that you are that. When you feel that, that is the state of mind that manifests healthily. That's the state of mind that is able to be that amazing being we're meant to be fulfilling our destiny. It's moving away from the hurtful, wounded, conditioned part of our ego. When we have a healthier ego, a healthier subconscious, it allows us to move into that state of mind, that healthy consciousness. The old wounded resistive state of mind will not let you go there because it's very controlling. It feels like it's, its purpose is to control you and to protect you but it's very wounded. It doesn't always do a great job. Sometimes it's very irrational. We don't want that state of mind in charge of our life. We want to create a healthier self, a healthier ego, a healthier subconscious. And from that place, it allows us naturally to move into that state of mind. The state of a healthy ego allows us to do our work, do our job. The analytical mind, we need that state of mind. We need the balance. We need the analytical mind of a healthy ego. And we need to be able to move into that oneness, which is that state of consciousness beyond the subconscious mind. When you merge and in that state, you actually begin to discover what it feels like to be your true self, the authentic you, the enlightened self, whatever words you want to use. They're just words. Experiencing it is everything. So how do you begin to experience it? Well, as your mind gets healthier, it naturally starts to occur. But there are a few steps you can take along the way to discover what it might be like. Meditation is one of the best ways that's there because meditation does what? Meditation is quieting your, your conscious and subconscious mind. In that quiet stillness, you begin to experience that oneness. It's really difficult to do because that's, that wounded subconscious doesn't want to let go. I'm sure a lot of you were just the same way I was when I tried to do meditation. I failed miserably because my mind was so active. I was a scientist for God's sake and my mind was very analytical trying to figure everything out. It wouldn't stop thinking. And when that subconscious is thinking, you're not going to experience oneness or meditation. So it's very difficult. But with a lot of practice, you can begin to make inroads into it. Now, just a little side note. One of the problems with meditation is you don't want to have one part of your subconscious try to suppress the other part. You don't want to push a part down. That way you have two parts of you, which is really you pushing down yourself. That's not that state of oneness. Now, it may help you to begin to go on the pathway, but true meditation is an emptying of the mind without effort. Now, it takes practice, of course. It's easier from my place, which worked better for me, was to create a healthier subconscious. 
It allowed those moments of stillness to happen naturally. When I needed to think and analyze and do my job and do work and everything, you can. But as soon as that was done, you could go back to that state and begin to experience more and more that quietness, that stillness, that oneness that is there. So we call being a modern mystic, going back and forth. The definition of a mystic in the olden days was someone who walked in two realities, the reality of the spirit and the reality of the physical world. Those were the shamans, the priests, the wise men, the wise women, whatever it was, who would bring forth to the tribe the wisdom of the connectedness in order to enjoy life here in this physical realm. We need both. We need the analytical mind, the scientific mind to understand things on this physical level. And we need that spiritual, that state of consciousness, that state of oneness, that state of being to understand things that are not explainable. Remember, the subconscious which deals with the analytical mind is not always healthy. It can be very analytical, but it misses the entire texture and presence of the real world. If you don't have both, you're missing out on life. You need the analytical scientific mind and you need that wonderful, amazing connectedness to begin to feel what's real around you. There's many levels of consciousness, many levels of reality. We're just not tuned into them. Think of your five senses, touch, taste, sight, smell, hearing, others that we have within us. They're designed for the physical realm to keep us here. They help us survive. But in some way, we become a slave to those states of mind. Now, many people believe in the olden days we had a higher state of mind, more like able to do the ESP or the senses, etc., that animals might have of sensing something unknown. We probably lost that as we became civilized. The point is we can have many other levels of reality around us right now we're not aware of. Right now, every song you've ever heard is probably playing in the radio waves, microwaves, gamma rays, cosmic radiation going through us, pressure changes from the weather. There's amazing things are happening, moving through us, neutrinos all the time. We're not aware of it. There can be other states of consciousness all around us. Wow, what a surprise. Other dimensions, other beings, who knows what it is? I find it very interesting now that everybody seems to be suddenly awake and aware to the idea that there are UFOs out there. And you'll find the people that really are getting into this and really trying to understand it, they don't jump to conclusions and know what these are. All they know is it doesn't seem to be us. It doesn't seem to be coming from our state of mind, our state of abilities. It's something so far beyond us, but they don't know what it is. The people that I like listening to on this are saying, we don't know what it is. You can speculate. You can say it's aliens. You can say it's interdimensional beings. You can say it's time travelers. You can say whatever you want. Other beings have always lived here. Who knows? No one knows. Well, as far as I know, no one knows. Somebody might. But the idea is there, you have to be open to it. You don't jump to conclusions. The true scientific mind allows you to have many levels of reality in your mind, many possibilities without jumping to conclusions. Then that deeper state of mind, that oneness state of mind can experience it and can see and feel the possibility of other realities. The two are meant to work together. So in order to consciously manifest what you want, to be the person that you want to be, to have what you want, and most importantly, to experience life in this magical way, just please consider 
having a healthy subconscious mind. Not just for you, but for the world. A healthy subconscious mind is one that will free us from wars, greed, all the rest. That's what the spiritual teachers throughout time, they talk about. It's okay for us to become like that. That state of mind, we're probably never going to be as amazing as those beings. That's okay. We're going to do the best we can. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do it all the time. Again, a balance of both. Let's create a whole wonderful human race where we have both. Analytical, creative, thinking, feeling, spiritual, something that's more scientific. We need both. And if you want to really be great at manifesting, which means the best of who you are, consider working on these issues. Don't run away from them. Don't let them distract you. The subconscious does a really good job at distracting you. When you have feelings that you can't address that trigger old issues, it usually has you escape. Food is one of the number one ways. Entertainment, then drinking, drugs. There's a wide variety of escapes your subconscious will take you on and then you're lost. It's just you're going down that rabbit hole and it's in control. Life never works out when that unhealthy subconscious is controlling you. But when you step forward and take control of your life, everything opens up in ways you probably cannot even imagine. I couldn't. And I want you to be able to experience that too. To be this person that you're meant to be. Now, none of this has anything to do with me. The things I'm talking about, I didn't generate them. They are just there for everybody. I've always been there. And to begin to experience that and use conscious manifestation in a healthy way where you simply are in that state of mind where you know it's there for you because you're in this consciousness that is everything. Discover it for yourself, but realize the pathway forward is going through the issues to work on them. Doesn't have to take long, but we need your subconscious to be healthier. A healthy subconscious does not interfere with this more spiritual consciousness experience, whereas an unhealthy one will. Try it for yourself. See if it doesn't work. I always have free consultations if you want to talk more, either in my Tucson office or by phone and Zoom. Either way, I hope this has been some benefit to you, and I will talk to you again another day. Thanks for listening. Thank you.